You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia. And the topic of our podcast today is why narcissists and energy vampires steal your light. You may have heard that we are not human beings having a spiritual experience on planet Earth. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. As spiritual beings, we're actually energy. We're energetic beings. We're made of light and energy, and that energy occupies our physical form while we are here on planet Earth. When we leave our bodies, our energy body goes elsewhere. However, one of the things that happens when we are born into these bodies is we forget who we are, and we forget what we are. We come to believe we are these bodies or that we are our emotion and all of our emotional and physical pain. When we interact with others, there's an energetic dance that happens. We give energy and we receive energy. This energetic dance is called a relationship. Our most harmonious relationships share an equal balance of give and take. And our highest conflict relationships are way out of balance when it comes to give and take. One person is doing most of the giving, and the other is doing most of the taking. When we get involved in a relationship with a narcissist or energy vampire of sorts, there's a sense of entitlement happening where the narcissist believes he or she is entitled to what he is taking without a need to reciprocate. There's an unconscious message of you owe me. And if you are codependent or empathic and have a tendency to be a giver, you may try and prove your love or your commitment or your goodness by giving more. Much of this energetic dance may be largely unconscious. Meaning if you were raised in a family where you were a giver in order to try and keep the peace or make a parent happy, or even to avoid punishment, you've been groomed to be a giver. Being a giver in and of itself is not a bad thing. You are normally quite kind and generous and very empathetic to the needs of others. But if you haven't learned the need to keep the scales balanced in your personal relationships, you run the risk of giving yourself away, losing yourself and becoming energetically depleted. Someone who is entitled may grow up in a family dynamic where they also had to cater to the needs of a toxic parent or system. And as they become adults and get involved in relationships with others, they subconsciously want others to make up for the damage their parents did to them. My mommy didn't love me enough and give me what I needed, therefore you owe me. You need to give me what I didn't get as a child, and if you don't, you have no value to me. There may also be a message that goes like this. 
My daddy was mean and abusive, and he yelled, and he screamed, and he hit in order to get us kids to do what he wanted. Therefore, I now need to yell and scream and hit to get what I want. It's my turn to be the powerful one. Of course, any of these subconscious patterns and beliefs that cause someone to be too much of a giver at the expense of their own well-being or too much of a taker at the expense of others are unhealthy, toxic relationships. If we want to be healthy and have healthy relationships, we need to be aware of the energetic dance we do with others. Now, narcissists and energy vampires of any kind, which may include the narcissist, borderline, sociopath, or addict, learn at an early age that if they needed energy from others, they needed to manipulate, dominate, and take from others. They themselves were depleted of energy and not connected to the divine source of energy. Remember how I talked about how we are energy beings? Well, we come from a divine source of energy. And when we remain connected to this divine source through spiritual or energetic practice, we continue to keep our channels open to keep our energy beings charged. The more that we're connected to faith, hope, and love, the more we are open to being recharged by this universal life force energy. But if we get too lost in darkness, we become shut down and closed off to the life force energy and can't be recharged unless we take energy from others. Those who are shut off to the divine source of energy become energy vampires, or they could also become seriously depressed, or both. So when we talk about how narcissists need a source of supply, We're talking about how they need to take energy from a primary energy source, which is usually a romantic partner, a sibling, a parent, or a child. Sometimes it may also be a friend or a co-worker or some other unsuspecting soul. But I see this dynamic most in romantic connections. Narcissists see their romantic connections as an energy source, even if they're unconscious about this dynamic. Once they secure that source through love bombing, they begin to say and do things that result in energy loss for their partner. Because of their lack of compassion and empathy, narcissists and energy vampires don't care what the result of their actions and behavior are on the partner. They can only think about their own wants, needs, and desires with little or no concern for the wants, needs, and desires of the partner. This is a setup for a very unbalanced, toxic relationship. It's important to remember that narcissists and energy vampires take from you because they do not have their own light source. They don't have their own energy source. They're unable to get energy from life itself, from nature, from spiritual practices, etc., because they're spiritually bankrupt. They're shut down and disconnected from the source of life or source of light. You can't take on the role of trying to fill the energetic cup of the narcissist or energy vampire because it's a bottomless cup. It's a dark void that just takes 
and takes and is never satisfied. So when we're in relationships with people like this, we give and we give until we become energetically depleted. And this is because we forget to step back and take care of ourselves and fill our own cup. And we aren't getting the love, nurturing, and positive energy from the narcissist. The narcissist is focused on what you are failing to give or to offer rather than on what he or she might be able to offer you. It becomes a dance of you need to give to me. You need to prove to me. You need to be more of what I want. You're just a source of energy for that vampire and you have no other real value. Most people who are in relationship with a narcissist learn very quickly at the end of their relationship how little value they actually have to the narcissist. They're only important in terms of what the narcissist can extract from them. Once the source of energy becomes depleted, you have no further use to the narcissist. He or she will move on to a fresh, abundant source of energy and repeat this dance throughout his or her life. Sources of supply for a narcissist are like food sources. Once that food is gone, there's no reason to hang out at the table. So when you stop putting food on the table, the narcissist will stop coming around. He's like a hungry wolf looking for the next food source, and he isn't really attached to where it comes from. Most people that I work with have difficulty understanding this concept. We tend to project our own empathy and goodness onto others, just as the narcissist projects his own dark side onto others. If you don't live in that level of darkness, you won't understand it. You won't understand what it's like not to really care about others or have compassion or empathy, especially if you are an empath who not only feels very deeply but cares very deeply for others. One thing I hear over and over from people I work with is, I would never even think about doing to him what he's doing to me. Well, I rest my case. Of course you wouldn't be able to think about treating others the way the narcissist treats you. Because you live in a completely different reality than the narcissist does. Because of your level of empathy, you likely give what you wish to receive, where the narcissist takes what he wishes to receive. There's no give and take in a relationship with a narcissist or energy vampire unless it means that you are doing all of the giving and he or she is doing all of the taking. Now, this may not always be true in terms of financial support. Narcissists may be abundant financially and may cover the majority of expenses in a marital or family relationship. So it may appear he's giving and he is giving on a financial level. And money is energy. So to be fair, if you're in a relationship with someone who is giving financially, you're getting some form of energy from that relationship. But when the relationship ends, the financial rug is likely to be pulled completely out from underneath you. Finances are used more as a means of control. However, many men and women notice that they also carry the financial weight 
in the relationship with the narcissist, as well as doing all the emotional heavy lifting. Many narcissistic or vampiric men are looking for mothers who will take care of everything for them. And many narcissistic or vampiric women are looking for daddies who will take care of them. These dynamics are obviously caused by deficits in childhood that the narcissist is not aware of, and that gets transferred to a sense of entitlement and expectation. So if you find that you're in a relationship where you are being energetically depleted, where you're doing the lion's share of the giving and your partner, parent, sibling, or friend is doing the lion's share of taking, it's time to make a change. You aren't going to be successful having a talk with a narcissist or energy vampire. Remember, they are entitled and trying to get them to see life from your perspective won't work. They would need to have empathy in order to imagine what it's like to be in your shoes. So when you tell them that you are doing most of the giving in the relationship, they won't see it. In fact, they will likely tell you that it is them that does most of the giving and you're just taking. Narcissists twist and turn things around and accuse you of doing what it is that they're doing. They will accuse you of being selfish and greedy when it is they who are selfish and greedy. They will accuse you of being distant and aloof when it is they who are distant and aloof. They will accuse you of being who they are, and they won't see their own behavior. They can only see their own behavior as it is reflected back to them by the mirror they are looking into, which is you. So rather than seeing it as their behavior, they see it as your behavior. And this is crazy making with a capital C. This crazy-making behavior is also incredibly depleting energetically. You end up feeling confused and you feel you're living in a distorted reality and this will drain you. Trying to defend and prove yourself will also drain you. You may be bending over backwards trying to get the narcissist to see you for who you really are, but they can only see you from their own distorted lens, which is typically a projection of themselves. This is something we can't change. The more you try and change this dynamic and get the narcissist to see what they are doing, the more energy you spend and the more depleted you will become. This is why the best thing to do when you realize that you're in a relationship with a narcissist or energy vampire is to walk away and take care of yourself. You can't change that person You can't get that person to see their role in the relationship. You can only become aware of your own role in the relationship, the role of the giver of energy. When you come out of a relationship like this, you'll have to work hard to get your energy back. We do processes like psychic cord cutting to cut the energetic cords that are still feeding the narcissist your energy even though you aren't physically in contact. And we do processes like soul retrieval, where you work to call back the soul or energy loss that you've experienced during the course of this relationship. You also need to learn extreme self-care, self-love, and giving to yourself. You need to plug into sources that feed and restore your energy, 
such as nature, good friends, good nutritious food, spiritual practices, and different types of therapy. The good news is that you can recover your energy. It may take some time, but if you do the work I just described, you will slowly begin to bounce back. But you will need to be aware of the avenues in which you are still feeding the narcissist your energy, such as obsessing about the narcissist and what he or she is doing or who they are with or what they've done to you. You need to remember that the next person the narcissist gets involved with is nothing more than another food source. You may feel jealous because that food source is fresh and energetic and you are drained and depleted, and it doesn't feel fair. But this is the reality that you're living in. The more you pull your attention and energy away from that person, close the doors of communication, stay away from any type of connection, and focus your attention back on yourself and your own wants, needs, and desires, the quicker you will be restored on an energetic level. Sometimes people believe the narcissist is still taking their energy on a psychic level, even though they are no longer connected. And although this can be partially true, what is typically more true is that when we are with the narcissist, he or she requires that we are focused 100% on them, giving them all of our attention and energy. So we become habitually trained to be focused on the narcissist. And once they are gone, that habit is still running. We're still focused and obsessed on the narcissist even though the relationship has ended. We might be questioning and doubting ourselves as we were conditioned to do during that relationship. We might be focused on how the new source of supply is so much better than we are because we were conditioned to believe that we were worthless on so many levels. We have to pull our attention and energy back to ourselves and remind ourselves that we are a divine child of the universe and we can receive light directly from the source. We are good. We are love. We are light. Nobody can really take that from us unless we let them. So once again, the path back to self is the path you need to be on. Reclaim your light. Reclaim your beauty. Reclaim your brilliance. You are amazing. Remember who you are. Thank you so much for listening. And for more information on my work or to book a counseling or coaching session with me or hypnotherapy, you can contact me through my website at NarcissismFree.com. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you in the next podcast.